Megan's got that attitude of like a union worker too. <laughs> 90 degrees. <laughs> I am a slave driver. Dance, monkey. <laughs> podcast of the Modular Youth Program, and we are back after a considerable hiatus, and we are here, and we, by we I mean quite a few people, are here en route to this month's event, which is the Catholic Underground, which we are all going to see for the first time. So first what I'm going to do is introduce you to who's here in the car. I have, I say I have but uh, really the driver, so she has Diana. That would be me. Yes. Megan, who's who's my boom microphone operator. I am, and as a matter of fact, I have seen them before. It's not my first time. Oh, that's <laughs> so oh, that's someone right. misspoke, but that's okay. Okay, Megan. <laughs> Tommy. Hi, everybody. Matthew. Hi. And Mary. Hi. So, oh, everybody's so, so very happy to be a part of this <laughs> podcast. So, I guess the first and foremost thing we're going to talk about, I guess Megan's excluded, yes. since she's seen them before. <laughs> You're still holding the microphone, Megan. I'm sorry. So, what are our expectations for this Catholic Underground show? What are we expecting to see? What are we expecting to experience? What do you think is, is going to be the Catholic Underground experience for the Modular Youth Program? I'll go first. I mean, I think... It's funny because Megan, I think, prepped us for this for a while. I think it was a number of years ago that, that she went and talked about it and actually recommended that we bring the teens to it. So it's great that we're finally getting to do it. I've never been to it, and I've heard not only from Megan but from other people. Uh, some friends of mine go every month, and they, they love it. So I'm really excited that we decided as a group to include the teens in this. And I think it's going to be... A very different experience for all of us. Well, definitely for me, because I don't think I've ever been to anything like this. So I'm looking forward to it. Nuts and bolts wise, what are we expecting to see tonight? I think there's some this uh, Eucharistic adoration, right? Which I don't even. I've never even been to that. I've never been to a Eucharistic mm. adoration, right? I mean, that's part of it. Is yeah. Oh yeah. Idea, right. Yeah, it's so, holy hour. Yeah. It's Eucharistic adoration. Right. And so does that mean that it's just a bunch of we pray and there's going to be singing and then there's some sort of there's an opportunity to go to confession I believe right mm-hmm. and then I think we pray some more and then there's the show then there's an actual there's first, some kind like of concert, you go downstairs and there's right? some yeah. kind of concert mm-hmm. so the first part is up in the church and then we go downstairs right. to, to the show yep yeah, I mean, I watched the video again because somebody asked what I was doing this weekend and I showed them the little video that's on the website. It's very, by the way, the video is really well done. The promotional video on their website. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm excited. I have a feeling it's going to be a, a big experience. All right. If I remember, I will try to throw a link to that promotional material in the description for this podcast. Don't hold me to that, but hopefully you can look up at the description in whatever you're listening to, and, and it'll be there. As if by magic. <laughs> How about the back seat? What are you guys expecting from tonight? What, why are you? Why did you decide to come to this, and what are you hoping to get out of it? Uh, well, I mean, my mom told me about it, and I said, uh, like, I didn't really know what it was, so I searched it up, and I didn't see the promotional video, but I, like, I read about it because I was out at the time, 
and I saw it was like a concert and then there were like some other things and I was interested so I decided to go. I think it's gonna help me reflect on my faith and learn more about my faith I think so yeah well I hope I hope so too and yeah I, I hope it's a good experience for all of us and while these are the people that are in the car right now we are being joined by some more module people a little later and maybe if we're very lucky we can get them on the podcast as well so we'll see what happens do any of you have something that you're hoping you'll see tonight or an experience that you're really looking forward to or something that you really hope to take away from it well i mean i heard about the number of people that come to it i think that's what i'm also very excited about it. it's hundreds or I don't know if it's thousands of people or close to a thousand people but it's uh, it has such a huge monthly turnout and apparently with a lot of young people so I'm I'm really curious to see that and also what the draw is like why do people come every month or look forward to coming to this every month so um, that's what I'm really looking forward to seeing Really? A lot of hundreds of people? I mean, I knew yeah. it was a lot, but it gets pretty packed. Huh. How big is the church? Because I've never been there. How big is the church that this is hosted from? Well, unfortunately, the one time I went, the church was being renovated, and we were in the basement. So and you, that was really packed. You, you weren't <laughs> able to see the church space at all? No, so I'm actually very excited. I think they have a couple of pictures on the website, but... Yeah, it's tremendous. Yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it is. It's a cathedral, and... and I'm pretty sure it gets pretty crowded. I, I mean, they bus, they people, the youth groups bus in from all over. So, like out of state, the tri-state area. I mean, they they come in for this. I'm excited to get the experience in the church. Like I said, I'm sure it was a little different in the basement. It was very crowded because the basement's much smaller. Mm-hmm. And they had a warning on their website about it. So I think maybe less people came just because they knew it wasn't as much space. But it's. There's something, my first experience with these people, the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, was at World Youth Day when I went in Spain. And they were awesome. And we actually did a holy hour in this arena. And there's thousands. I mean, it was packed with youth. And there we all are kneeling on the cement floors for, you know, and they're playing. And it was just very spiritual. Like, and he's talking. And it was just, it was amazing. I had an incredible experience. I had an encounter with Jesus. It was profoundly moving. And I guess what I hope is to have something like that, but also, like, everyone in the car, the other people are being joined by, never experienced it before, to just get a great introduction to something that, like, they have never been to Holy Hour. And it can be very boring, I'm not going to like anything. <laughs> like, it can be right. staid and stodgy and boring, and it can be, you know, not something that is an experience that you get anything out of. But I think the way they do it, the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, is amazing, and I think it... It makes it accessible, and I think it, it really is an experience. And so I hope that we all get something out of that. That's actually an interesting point that you bring up. I think as American Catholics, mm. we're not used to that kind of celebration of our faith right. where it's, I mean, I'm not going to say not joyful because it's not, you know, it should be joyful. There should be an element of joy in being able to experience and participate in your faith, but generally speaking, when you think of the kind of Christians and and Catholics that really go out and dance and sing and clap in like a a field and, you know, go out and really make a a big show of, of 
celebrating their faith together, uh, you don't really think of American Catholics generally in that group. So I think I'm really looking forward to an experience where that may be possible. You know, it's, 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 it's a new wrinkle in, in my Catholic faith. And I, I think that's good. I think you should be able to, you know, take your faith joyfully and it shouldn't all be just somber and reflective. Right. That's definitely a part of it, but that shouldn't be the only part of it. So I am personally hoping that this is an experience where I can kind of come together with a bunch of Catholics and enjoy being Catholic. Right. Yeah. I mean, I have to say that's, that is one of the biggest, I've been to World Youth Day twice now. It was fantastic both times, Spain and Brazil. And I think that, I mean, you see, the Pope's is great, but what's really fantastic about it is being together with over a million other Catholic people, youth, who are excited because what Gary said is true, you know, especially around here where we are in New York, especially, maybe it's different other places, there's not a lot of joy, real joy. I mean, we go and maybe we say, I love singing, but there's no real passion. There's no fire, really. Megan has stated on multiple occasions that she'd like to be set on fire. I would. I would like to be set on fire <laughs> with the Holy Spirit. But the thing is, you you go to these places like Spain, World Youth Day, and the city that's in is overrun with Catholic youth. And these Catholic youth from other you know, places, other countries, they literally go down the street. They're singing. They have songs to their dance. They're excited. I mean, they, I mean, it is, the vibe is amazing. And it's nothing I've ever experienced here. And, and it's true to be with that many other Catholic people who are excited, who are passionate, just enjoying being Catholic. I mean, it, it's really something to experience. And I do hope, I think it will be a vibe that we get tonight, too. That really is an amazing vibe. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm a little scared. I, mean, I don't know if scared's the right word, but a little nervous, you know? I don't know. I'm always nervous when you go do something that you've never done before. That, that is true. I agree with that. I personally am not a social type person. I know that the the spectrum of social butterflies runs the gamut in this car. But for me personally, I would rather sit in my room with the lights off than go out to a party because right. I don't generally enjoy just socializing for the sake of doing that. However, I am with a group of people that I know among a sea of people that I will not know. So uh, hopefully that little island of comfort will we'll be able to... Oh, thank yeah. you. We'll be it's able to get me through my uh, my antisocial tendencies. Yeah, don't worry. You'll be fine. All right, great. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm a little nervous about how the teens are going to respond to mm. this. I don't, I'm hoping that it's not... You know, that there is an element of excitement and and that they're interested in it. It's not something that's heavy or boring. But I haven't... Anybody that I've spoken to has never said anything like that. And friends of mine that go, and I said, I'm bringing the youth group I work with, they didn't blink an eye about it. They were like, oh, it's great, and get there on time, and make sure you yeah. you, know, you get space to sit together. Uh-huh. And so, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little nervous about that, but I'm, I'm hoping that that's... Yeah, I think we'll be all right. I mean, we'll go yeah. here. We'll get there. That's good. I'm glad that you got the advice and we know we have a time that we're going to yeah. be ready for. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, Mary and Matthew, what do you think about that? Are you... So, I guess there's a two, part, two parts to my question here. First, 
have you thought of something like this or, or thought of your faith as an opportunity to be joyful about it as Catholics? Have you, have you thought of the idea of putting yourself in situations where you can kind of celebrate your faith instead of just the normal church environment where it is more somber and, and spiritual? And also, having heard what this all entails, are you maybe a little bit intimidated, or is it something that you're like, no, nah, I totally got this. This is my jam, my Catholic jam. Yeah. I guess part of that, too, also, have you been to a holy hour before? Like, is it something you have any idea what's coming, even though it may be different than what you Have you ever done that before? No. Adorational? I've never done that, but I think I'm excited because I think it will open up my experience. It'll like, give me joy to my, to faith, like faith, and yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I've never done it either, but I'm kind of excited to like see it, how it goes. I mean, I could see like faith as a joyful thing, but I've never really done it personally. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Catholic jam, by the way, not only the tastiest but also the holiest of the jams. <laughs> That's the that's the part of the Last Supper that we don't hear about. That's, is, it, is that like, made with the wine? Yeah. Like the. This is. <laughs> <laughs> you should socialize more, Gary, because that would be the hit of a party if you used that joke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, seven minutes. This is my plasma. Right. Which be given up for you. Spread this in memory of me. Nice. <laughs> So, uh, all right, great. So we are all looking forward to this thing, and hopefully uh, we we'll can... have good news to report back. Yeah, and and hopefully we will, you know, have more opinions in uh, well from your perspective momentarily. So <laughs> we'll be right back. Okay, so we're now joined by Shannon, Sarah, and Jean. And what are you ladies expecting here tonight for the uh, Catholic Underground? Oh. <laughs> I heard there was going to be a concert. Good music. <laughs> why, why did you come tonight? What are you expecting to get out of the experience or hoping to get out of the experience? A play date with Sarah. <laughs> no, I, I think it's going to be interesting to experience Mass at a different church. From what I read online, they have up to sometimes 700 people here from all over the Tri-State area that get bussed in and come here to celebrate Mass as well as to meet new people. So I guess we'll find out what it was like in a little while. So we'll be right back with that. We're back, and we are full of the Holy Spirit after our experience in the uh, Catholic Underground at, what did we say it was? Our Lady of Good Counsel. Oh, Our Lady of Good Counsel, yes. I I said it was Our Lady of the place where we go to do the thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, uh, but I have been proven that that isn't correct. So, Our Lady of Good Counsel, yes, Catholic Underground. And Megan was on fire with the Holy Spirit. I was. So uh, why don't we talk a little bit about what we experienced? I think it was it was definitely much more crowded than I had anticipated it was going to be, which was really interesting. And 
it definitely was moving. I really enjoyed the Friday. The singing was great, and it was really wonderful how the repetitiveness that allowed you to involve yourself in the singing, which I thought was great. I thought it was a very moving experience. I cried once, which was interesting. I wasn't expecting it. It was good. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so what this was, basically, it wasn't a mass. There were liturgical aspects of it, but it wasn't a mass. It was adoration of the Eucharist, so... And like night prayers and night adoration. prayers, right. So what that meant for us is church full of people. And there was a priest who did a couple of brief readings, but mostly it was... There was a band of Franciscan brothers, and they, they just played music. They did the prayers musically. So instead of just reading out of a booklet and having, you know, response, we sang the response and and we, he, he walked us through it. It was like being at a concert, like a liturgical prayer concert. And then when we did the adoration, they, they turned the lights out and there was a little bit of silent prayer and reflection. And then the band came back in and led us in song, and there was people all over the church singing and really, really audibly getting into it, and it was just an incredible, incredibly unique experience, at least for me. Yeah, because they turned the lights off and there was a spotlight on the monstrance on the altar, it really, it really kind of forced you to focus where you were supposed to be focusing. Yeah. How did it make you feel? Anybody? Well, I mean, I... Not you. Well, okay. <laughs> Anybody but me. <laughs> Anybody but Megan. Well, we talk too much. We've Don't already talk. established that you were on fire with the Holy Spirit. Right, I want to know about what me. other people felt. Go tell me. I didn't know that they were going to kill the lights and, and just shine the spotlight, you know, on the Eucharist. I thought that was really powerful to be in a room of people that I don't know, to all be focused. I mean, you could hear a pin drop. And then just the music filling the room and the leader of song, even telling his stories and and bringing us, you know, parallels in his own life to what's going on after the resurrection. I, I mean, I thought it was really, really emotional and powerful when they did that. And being able to sing along with the music and just simple words. And I never heard any of those things before. And it was because it was so repeated so beautifully. It was really... It was really powerful for me. You know, what What I kind of put together, and this is going back to what you said about the spotlight, kind of putting the focus on the mm-hmm. correct place, is it really felt like we were at a concert, but the Eucharist was the, the star, like the right. rock star in the concert that everybody yeah. was kind of digging on. And, and it, was, it was a really powerful experience. How about you guys in the back? What did you think? I liked it. When they turned on the lights, it was very calming. The music was really good. I liked it. I thought the music was very powerful, and it made me a little emotional when they brought the lights down, and we were all just singing together. Yeah, and I liked the prayer service. I liked that we all sang together. One thing that really got to me, one particular moment, was there was a lot of kind of call and response, a lot of repeating the same lines over and over again to really drive it home. One of the first ones of those that we did after they shut the lights was something like uh, Christ singing about Christ, 
get your blood and water mm-hmm. flow over me, wash over me, yeah. and let heal my wounded your, soul. Yeah let, yeah, let your mercy heal my wounded soul. And we were doing that over and over. And at one point, I guess, I mean, from a technical standpoint, I guess it was just somebody opening a door. But I felt this this wave of cool air wash over me and it was like the Holy Spirit was kind of coming over me and, and really you know bring me peace at that moment it, it was remarkable yeah it's hard to put into words definitely you felt something when you were repeating that stuff and the simplicity of it but at the same time it was super powerful and as a group asking for mercy is you know there's something about that that's so unifying that every one of us in that space was thinking about ways that we were wrong but every one of us in that space was there because we believe that we will be forgiven like you know what I mean so in, 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 in the same breath of is it being like we all feel so guilty and so wounded but we're all there because we have hope that we're not alone and I think that there's something really powerful in the realization that we're all together. Yeah. And yeah, we, we were all together. It was a very communal experience. In fact, one of the coolest things that I thought, maybe this is a result of so many of these people presumably going every month and, and being familiar with how things work, but the band leader, the like the main singer in the band was leading us and in the call and response kind of repetition of phrases was leading us and cueing us when to sing but there was one point where he dropped off of cueing us and people just uncued just kept repeating it and it wasn't at full volume it was just a church full of people kind of confidently but also reverently singing the same lines it was almost ethereal and it right was, sure yeah i got goosebumps me too me too totally totally yeah, I, remember, I know. I don't. I know. I wouldn't have been able to put my finger on that. What exactly preceded that? But there's something about that. That you know, maybe we all realize at the same time that we're all together. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's always. I always find it powerful too when people stand up and start. You know, mm-hmm. the way they were motioning or gesturing mm-hmm. toward the Eucharist in the front. Oh, with their hands up. Yeah, I just think that that. You know, and they just moved to do it, and mm-hmm. it's young people, which is so nice to see. Yeah. But I yeah. thought that was powerful to see that as well. Yeah, you could see people, not everybody was doing it, but there were people spread out throughout the church that at points would stand up and, mm-hmm. and put up their hands and really, like, kind of the stereotypical, praise Jesus, right, kind of, right, like, right. really getting into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's so out of character for Catholics. Yeah. No. So out of character. And as... Megan had said earlier, for New York Catholics, yeah. New York City Catholics, like, we're so, and I was wondering why we're all so guarded about it. You know, maybe we're not moved to do it, you know. I remember when Tommy did that, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys were on the team, but we did um, Adoration of the Cross, mm-hmm. and one team member just went right up to the cross, and she bent down, and she started to weep, and she was at the feet of the cross, and I was like, what is going on? What's she doing? And it, I, I was like, of course, my my knee jerk thing is to make fun or to be, to make right. get the laugh. Right. 
but it made me feel uncomfortable because she was so vulnerable and allowed herself to show her adoration for Christ in such a way that I cannot do. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was before my time, yeah. but I, I have heard that story several times. It, it really, you're right, it's a <laughs> remarkable thing, especially for us and I don't know, maybe it's just as New Yorkers, we tend to be more closed off from other people generally. We, you know, we, if you're walking down the street and somebody says hello to you out of the blue that you don't know, it's like, who are you? What are you talking, why are you talking to me? You know, it's just kind of the way we are and kind of the nature of the Catholic Church. And I don't mean church as the building or the institution, I just mean church as the, the body of Christ. All of us right. Catholics, we're not... You know, it's it's antithetical to that because we're supposed to be a community and we're supposed to be, you know, supportive of each other. So maybe it takes something like this to break through that guard that we right. all seem to have. Yes. Okay. I know I'm not allowed to talk, but I'm going to talk. You can talk now. It's oh, <laughs> I can talk now. You're, you're done. You're, uh, I'll let you out of the penalty box. All right. <laughs> Only because um, you're still holding the microphone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because I listen to a lot of contemporary Christian music. And what's also interesting, once you go out, you find that other denominations, their opinion of Catholics is not the best. Probably because we're kind of full of ourselves and stayed and I don't know, whatever. Right. But you go outside and, and I was kind of uncomfortable. The first time I saw this band that I love, Casting Crowns, it was something called Rock the Sound New York. And it was like two or three days of like different sessions of concerts and everything. And, and all these Christian concerts contemporary Christian concerts are more like not revivals, but they're services. I mean, it's not just like a concert you go to. Like, they are spiritual. They talk about God in between the songs. And But this rock, the sound, like, they were putting their hands up. They had one part where, like, is anybody having problems in their life? Yes. Everyone who didn't raise your hand, put your hands on these people and pray for them. Like, I was so uncomfortable. I bet. Because, <laughs> that, like, as a Catholic, we don't do things like that. But I have found myself in other concerts being moved and like into naturally like putting my hands up and like in certain songs and standing up and feeling that spirit and just like putting my hands up and it's just a natural and even a little as I was kneeling tonight I did during that first song but I think you know we're so we go to church and we have these set rituals and we say the words and but we're not really encouraged to just be with Jesus and I think that's what kind of tonight is you're just there, and through the singing, we're able to be a community and just kind of focus and just feel that the Holy Spirit, Jesus, you know, and you become moved. You open up. You're almost cracked open a little bit. Right. And I don't think that's something that's encouraged as much as I, I mean, some priests can be boring. I love the Mass in general, but it's very set in its ways. You, you don't really spend time just being as a community and just... And so I think that's what we kind of lose as Catholics. That's what we don't have, that openness, that just letting it flow through us and feeling. Yeah. Which when we go to things like this as Catholics, it's, a, it's great to do. But it's not something that's in our weekly services that it's really here. And here, like this kind of stuff, I feel like, and if you go, like I go to Spanish masses, I sing at Spanish masses, like they are moved. Right. They're, they sing. They and not just like the two verses and like most of us do like oh my god communion's over stop singing like they will just <laughs> sing and sing and sing like you know and so it's it's other cultures too of Catholics have that and I think the at least in this car I think our experience is not that 
Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's true. I Behind me today at the service was a guy who was really into it. Yeah. And he was, like, singing along mm-hmm. to everything. He was making up his own, harmonies, like, yeah. harmonies and, Bro, and counterpoints. I thought it was you, Gary. Gary, I, I thought it was like, you, too. <laughs> I was, no, 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 no. Oh. I, no. I realized it wasn't you at some point when I was like, yeah, Gary, uh-huh. that's so not Gary's voice. <laughs> but in the beginning, I was like, wow, Gary's voice. And I was like, oh, wait, no, that's not Gary. No, no. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Gary and just assumed it was him all the way through. No. Oh, no. There's a guy standing right behind us. No. I was a woman, too. The way the voice was coming yeah. to yeah. me was like, yep. if Gary was singing, he would have been right behind me. Yeah. Like, I would have been much more in tune with us, I guess. I mean, I was singing, but I wasn't no, playing. No, <laughs> All right, not that. But, but my reaction to that guy at points, like, the music, we, the, the singer would stop singing. and He you, kept going. And that guy kept going. And my reaction was like, Dude, he stopped. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Totally. Totally. Really? Because I was like, what do you think you are, Mariah Carey? Right. Harmonizing. Well, that's which, a... which, right. which, which, so New York. you right. thought that was me. I don't know. Oh, I yeah, I did. You're right. Me. I did. <laughs> Sorry, Mariah. I mean, Gary. <laughs> I didn't think it was you. Gary's such a diva. Yeah. Wow. Save it for the coffee house, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Continue. but... And your spirit like it wasn't i didn't it wasn't malicious i i no, almost no, no. felt like felt you know bad on his behalf that he just kept singing <laughs> yeah and and i got over that i was, it was like no you know it's good that he has that yes. much faith and yeah. he's able to that confident and that, that right that's strong in what he's doing that he's able to carry that through but you know my gut reaction was yeah. feeling embarrassed on his behalf Right. We don't want to stand out. You know, like, we're just right, like, oh, exactly. we're, we're done now. As a group, we say a prayer, then we're done. Right. Like, if anyone says something, you're like, oh, amen after the ha-ha. Isn't that funny? They said amen after the ha-ha. <laughs> like, but we, no one wants to stand out. Like, right. we go with the flow. And it's so, you know, that movement that just keep going. We're not, we're like, oh, geez, no, don't do that. So good on you, mystery Mariah Carey guy. Yeah. Hey, there was a me. woman standing next to him. Not me, but a soprano, who was doing the same thing. Yes, I know. But she oh, was, might have been the one with the baby. I don't right know. Me, no, so. not the one with the baby. I felt bad for the woman with the baby. Yes. But I was glad that she took the baby out because I would have been miraculous had the baby calmed down because of the lovely singing. But obviously the child was not having a good time. So Or was uh-huh. sleepy or whatever was going on. And it was time to have the baby go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that... Well, that, she did stand in the back with the baby. She did. Cold. The baby was very cute. That child was crying out for... Uh, Jesus... Yeah. Well, However, whenever I, whenever I, yeah, whenever I hear that, I, I kind of try to remember, like, you know, we're like, oh my God, so annoying. But Jesus is like, bring the children to me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So I kind of sit there and be like, that's a child of God. So we've now lost one of our teenagers. <laughs> Matthew has departed. Mary, you're going to have to carry the conversation from now on, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, yeah. So uh, what did you, what did you think of all of that, Mary? What, of tonight? Well, of tonight, of what we were just talking about, really. How about this? What are I you mean, going to take I thought, away from I your... thought that guy, I will put my, I thought that guy who was singing, I knew it was someone in the back, but I didn't know why he was harmonizing like that. <laughs> like, it really bothered me that right. he was doing it. All right, now we're interested more in your feelings about the experience. <laughs> you missed your window for, for yeah. knocking the powerfully moved guy. You're on your phone. All right, let me ask this, because I, I realized 
I was thinking maybe we should have explained or prepped the teens a little bit, especially since you all have never been in adoration before. Did you know what was going on in the beginning? Like, and it was probably hard to see we're in the back. Like when he was taking the host out, putting it in the mod. Like, did, did you? What were you see thinking? A thing. Yeah, it was hard I to see. I didn't know what was going on, and I right. didn't know what we were singing at first. I yeah. didn't realize it was in, sp- in Spanish, and I was very. It was, it's in Latin, That's actually. It was Latin. It was Latin. <laughs> it was Latin. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. The language of the church. <laughs> Do you think you would have gotten any more? I mean, I don't know. Would your thoughts have been different if you kind of had a clue that, like, what it was, like that Jesus was there, it was adoration, we were there to kind of spend time with Jesus, like. Do you think that would have affected at least how you saw the beginning of it, or? I think it would. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We perhaps should have prepped a little bit. We'll just have to go again. (laughs) You know what? I was thinking that. Like, how about this? Would you go again? That's a good question. Would you go again to something like this? Yes. I would. I, I, you know, that that question's open to everybody except Megan. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I would go again. I would go again. And I even think it would be good to know, like, the Latin stuff. I don't It's actually in the book. Oh, it's in the... The Latin was printed on the 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 front cover and the back cover. Not that you could really see it with the lights off. It was hard. And so is the divine, like, blessed be God, blessed be his holy name. That's all printed on the back cover, too. Oh, yeah. See, I was like, what? I know. I only realized after. I'm like, oh, it's in here. The inside of the back cover, because the only yeah. thing printed on the back cover was please. Right, the don't inside, take us. the inside front, <laughs> and the inside back. Right, so there's some like little like learned things like yeah. that we could mm-hmm. figure out. Um, Did and it say I, that on the book? Please don't take this. It did. It said, please don't take this Catholic underground. It said please don't remove from Catholic underground. Oh, okay. Which is why I collected them. Yeah. Yeah, I think that a little bit more prep would have been good, and maybe even sitting up front, mm-hmm. close to the band, as close as we could have mm, gone. Yeah. Because yeah. I was, I think that we probably picked the back. Maybe I don't know why. Maybe we thought we would leave. I don't know what. I don't know. Because we're Catholics and we like sitting in the back. Yeah. No, or, or, or yeah, whatever. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, we kind of got there even a little bit late because it seemed to be much fuller as soon as we got there. But one of the things that Tommy and I said that we were like, it's a Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. Yep. This place was packed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there had to be. I mean, what is that? Thousand people in that church? I don't know if it was that many, but it was five hundred. Good number. I mean, there was a large, large area of in standing. the church. Of, well, yeah, there was a large area in the church proper of pews, and, and and they were all full. And then there was a second level Upstairs, on both yeah. sides, right, which was also full. And you're right, Diana. There was plenty of people standing. There was there is a perpetual line for confession mm-hmm. throughout the duration of the service yes. on both sides. Yeah. So it was remarkable the number of people engaged in this activity. Yeah, I think. I mean, I I picked those seats in the back because I felt like I was a visitor to it. Right. Yeah. More on the outside. Uh, but I was impressed with. I'm sure these people come every. I know people that come every mm-hmm. month. Yeah. And there's a community there. Mm-hmm. You can even see it in the beginning. Everybody, you know, people talking to each right. other. And it's the first Saturday of every month, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's just a big gathering, a big yep. gathering point. I would go back, but I don't think I could do it every month. I think it was way too intense for me for that. Okay. Intensity might wear off if you go more often. <laughs> right, and I wouldn't want it to wear off. Right. Interestingly enough, like right. if it's sure. enough of a specialty thing, like mm-hmm. I would like to go again with the group. I'd like to plan it again. 
next year after the right. resurrection I think is a nice time to go yes. yeah. you know a post Easter thing I think it's a good time of year to go sure to have that resurrection type of feeling right because even though there's something there you know <clears throat> we were talking about in the beginning about the sense of joy I mean there's something so such a I don't mean to sound like you know, but the gravitas of what it is mm-hmm. makes it the weight of it the seriousness of it right. makes it solemn and it's but then because they keep because you're singing and you're yeah. singing not in Latin you're singing contemporary stuff you're singing things about your love's never gonna run away yeah. you know whatever that is like that's not a, you don't sing that in church right really, yeah. that kind of stuff so then it makes it more joyful and more accessible and more real mm-hmm. or something more contemporary in its yeah, I mean, I, I think this was a good time for us to go after, you know, during the Easter season. They, and I l- thought it was interesting when they said, hey, we've got, you know, 80, uh, whatever, 50 days, 50 days of Easter. Yeah. This is great. The church knows what they're doing. And people right. are going, oh, 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 like they, they're in on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just thought it was really, you know, very spirited. But, you yeah. know, I, the next time they get together is to celebrate Pentecost. So that would probably be a pretty oh, cool. cool thing, yeah. too. Yeah. Kind of going back to that joy, you know, it's interesting because like that, your love never fails, it never gives up. Those are those are songs you hear like on the contemporary Christian that I hear on the contemporary Christian radio. Those are songs that they do. Mm. So like other Christians, like they sing that, like it's they sing out that kind of joy, that accessible, like it's just something that mm. they do. And I sing that in my car, you know. I'm like your love never fails, you know. And we Catholics, you're right, we don't, we don't sing things like that. And yet it's more natural for other Christian denominations, like they're just. Yeah, well, we're, it's just because we're liturgical, you know, like yeah. there's much more, you know, there's much more pomp and circumstance to all of our stuff. Right. Just because we were first and everything else that came after us is an iteration of what we've done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, you know, you know, it was at the punchline of that joke that, you know, that's giving a tour of heaven. And they say, you know, shh, we're passing by the Catholics, they think they're the only ones. <laughs> yeah, right, yes. <laughs> yeah. What's the joke? The punchline of the joke is, I guess someone's getting a tour who just recently died. Oh, the different like parts of different part of walking around heaven, and then Saint Peter says to to whoever the recent there's like shh, passing by the Catholics, they think they're the only ones here. Uh, (laughs) It'd be quite funny. No, and true. Yeah, you know, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Any. We are, we are getting towards the drop-off point for half the cars, so <laughs> do we have any parting thoughts on the Catholic Underground? What what are you going to take away from this experience? Well, I definitely like to tell people about it. I would love to bring some people to it. Mm-hmm. I was even thinking of people in my life that aren't very church-focused mm-hmm. or, you know, because um, I think it would really touch them and maybe even renew their faith a little bit. I don't know how you couldn't be moved by, by an experience like that. Yeah, I agree. I think that there's the... I don't know how you couldn't be. I, I was thinking of your parents. Like, I wonder if if I, Irene would probably love that. Uh, Jobo would like it, too. I think so would like it. I was thinking about them, too. Like, I think that they would be... They would be moved by the amount of people that are there. Yeah. Like, and I think that there's something to be said and it makes you feel like, because we go to the same church, it's like, okay, yeah, so we go to one every different church, but we're in the same community. We see the same people, you know, mm-hmm. and th- there's something lovely about that, but at the same time, we're, not, you know, 
when I'm out there in the world, you know, in different places and seeing other people being Catholic in a way that we find spiritually uplifting. Because not every Catholic is going to like that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? I, well, at the same breath, I don't think how you could go there and not be moved. I don't. I agree with you there, Tommy. But there are some people like, I wouldn't, you know, I don't know. There are certain people I think would be like, yeah, you know, they wouldn't be interested in that. I think I am going to come away from this experience a little more energized in my faith. And also, I think from a selfish standpoint, I think it's going to reassure me that there is a large community out there of people who do want to be active in their faith and therefore reassure me that the work that we do here in the module is valid and important because mm-hmm. in a lot of ways that's what we're doing. We're we're trying to help people to grow and to be passionate in a way about their faith. So, you know, for me it's it's uh, refreshing and and I think that's what I'm going to take away. Mary, what are you going to take away from this experience? Tell people about it. Mm. I hope I can to to bring them. And mm. um yeah. All right. Well said. Thank you. Okay. So I guess it's time that we wrap up this supersized and long-awaited episode of Large Group. And we are back. And we plan on doing more of these in the relatively near future. I don't think we plan on taking as long of a hiatus as we did. So if you have waited for us, thank you for sticking with us. And tell your friends that we are back. I would like to thank very much all the participants in this podcast. Mm -hmm. Diana, Tommy, Megan, Mm -hmm. even though I didn't let her talk. Uh, (laughs) Mary, Matthew, Jean, Shannon, and Sarah. And of course, thank you to Ralph Iskaros, who enabled us to have this podcast and is the master of our website. So if you would like to hear more of this, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or go to our website, which is mypneq.org, and you can subscribe there as well. So until the next time that we meet... This has been The Large Group. Thank you for listening to The Large Group. Now, go back to your small groups and discuss. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you. You've got a friend. Excuse me. I am. Um, Don't die. I'll try not to. If you die, you lose your chance to talk. Okay.